welcome to the ATT podcast, Case File 8. Uh, what were we calling this one? Ghost Bustin. Ghost Bustin. <laughs> I think that's what you said, I think. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm Braden. Uh, with me as always is... Hello, I'm Zell. And on the line is our Southeast Asian alien correspondent, Mr. Dan Work. It's me. He said uh, his last name. Oh, did I? Well, it's too late now. That's too late. Now you can we all know who you are. Um... We also have a live studio audience in this in the studio today, drinking beers. It is Saturday night, and no, uh, well, that's, that's we're gonna see how it goes. Uh, they they are mics, so they can they can't hear us. Well, they can't hear Dan, but they can chime in if they want. Um, okay, so let's. Um, oh, this is you know it's like watching a child child work here. Okay, he's figuring it out. There yeah, we go. He's All got right, it. Bravo. Okay. All right, space news. Space news. Uh, there's fucking no news. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no space. There's, no there's space. nothing happening in space there at is. all. It's, it's everything's <laughs> dead out there. No solar flares. Uh, no comets to report. Um, I guess you could have seen Venus and Saturn in the sky this morning but by the time you hear this it's too late so it doesn't matter i read something about mercury's in retrograde through one of the constellations but i don't know what that's that means. all i know me either it's going backwards in the sky oh okay well yeah there's that but not much for space news. it's kind of dead um so this we were going to try to have um i don't even know his name actually Do well, you know his name on twitter is jason Voorhees. so jason Voorhees, yeah and jason at, Voorhees at cobra underscore la uh, he requested us do a uh, a paranormal podcast with ghosts, and uh, he actually had a story uh, for us. He sent email, and we were going to try to have him on, but it just didn't work out for this one. So uh, he we he's going to try to come on another podcast. We're going to save his story, and we'll get him on another podcast to uh, to tell us uh, everything that he knows. But we'll, uh, we'll we're going to get into some ghosts. I'm uh, going to talk about a little bit of uh, someone requested we talk about the Russian sleep deprivation study. And uh, I kind of had another uh, link I was going to share later. Uh, so to start, Dan, ghosts. What do you feel about ghosts? Are they out there? Uh, ghosts are not, I would say, not my forte. Uh, I believe when if, I've, if I saw one. I've never personally had uh, experience. I know people, you know, from secondhand uh, stories that i've heard about but uh i mean it's an interesting subject if anything <laughs> you know i what i always hate is the ghost stories i always hate are when people say they're like oh i just turned my head and i i saw it or i saw like i saw her like my my dead mom or something or my dead brother i saw them because i'm always like those are fleeting fleeting glances and i always think that your brain can uh come on guys <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Our, I'm, our I'm studio okay audience the, is uh, roasting me here. But I'm okay <laughs> Two with in. poltergeist and stuff like that. I, I, I enjoy those stories. You know, stuff like <clears throat> The Conjuring and, and, and those kinds of uh, uh, phenomenon, I think, are interesting. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for if it's like in a group or if there's a group of people that witness it. If it's just a single person, I, I'm never I'm, – I'm always really skeptical of those kinds of uh, – those things. Well, for me, it's got to be cooperation. For me, know? especially yeah. with the fleeting glances where people say they saw something in the, you know, they turned around and saw it in the corner of their eye and stuff. Yeah, because, that's like seeing, you know, Jesus in a piece of toast. And I'm like, that doesn't look <laughs> like Jesus. Well, it's also, you can trick your brain, right? Your brain, 
there's there's card tricks and stuff that'll make your brain trick you because it you it wants to process stuff a certain way, and it'll tell right. you what you see when it's really not there. So you know some of the how much of that is like habitual where you're just you know you're expecting that and your brain's trying to process it early, right? It's trying to get ahead of the game, and then you're like, oh, right, I thought I saw this, but. That's that's my whenever I hear a fleeting glance story because I heard a couple of them when we were talking about doing this podcast is like, oh, I used to, you know, sit in my room and then I'd turn around and I'd see someone and I'd be like, well, you know, you didn't really see you saw thought you saw someone. There's no one there. Don't you have don't you have a story like that, though? No. Yes. But it's not a fleeting glance story. Repeating. Um, it's a repeating story, isn't it? No, this is weird. Okay, I'll, I'll tell right now. I was going to say it for a little bit. I was probably 13. And uh, we just moved to our house in uh, West Kelowna. And uh, we had really, the ceilings downstairs were really tall. And this is a big factor of this story. The ceilings were probably 10-foot ceilings in that yeah. house. Pretty tall. And then the doors were very tall as well. The doors are probably 7-foot doors. And I was laying in bed one night. And uh, I always shut my door and had it closed. And I just turned off the TV and stuff and I was getting to bed. And uh, the door cracked open just like just a little bit. And I could see someone standing at the door. And like, you know, it wasn't uncommon for my dad and my brother to peek in and say something and shut the door. But just stood there. And I couldn't see because there's a stairwell light. Like when you open my bedroom door, there was a stairwell light that kind of shone. So it was kind of making a silhouette. And I remember being like, like, dad, is that you? Like, Scott, like, what are you doing? And the door just shut. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, what the fuck? That's weird. And then the door opened back up just as I kind of laid back down and I turned back over and just still standing there. And then it was like, I was like, dad, Scotty, what are you, what are you doing? And the door just shut. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I opened the door, like the door opened one more time. And as I was, I was about to be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I realized like the figure standing in the door was like near the top of the door. And my family's short as hell, right? Like my dad was five, six at the time. Like I probably wasn't that much taller at the time. And I just remember like my heart sinking, like just like, oh, oh no, like I don't know who this is. And I just sat there and we just kind of stared at each other for a little bit. And then the door just shut and I just jumped out of bed, like locked the door. I was like, holy shit, grabbed my lacrosse and I was banging on the roof yelling like, oh, everybody get up. My parents, my dad <laughs> came down in his ginch, right? Like what the fuck's <laughs> going on? What's going on? I was like, right now, like you guys, you need to level with me. Who opened my door? Who's opened my door? Like I'm really freaked out tell me right now and like everyone was like no like my mom started freaking out my dad was roaming the house checking for locked doors and stuff but like it really freaked me out for a long time and like i don't know you know it could have been a ghost or could have been i don't know but i'm more leaning to an intruder but all the doors were unlocked or all the doors were locked at the time so it's kind of weird but it definitely shook me out like even thinking about it now i kind of like whoo like it creeped me out back Just then thinking about that kind of stuff and i was a kid right like so it, it that shit really freaked me out back then that was that's like my only real, my true, like a time where I was like, something happened. I couldn't explain it. And it really freaked me the fuck out. Did, did it ever happen again? No, never again. It was just that one time. But like, I mean, I, th- I think about it all the time, right? Not like a weekly basis, but you know what I mean? Like it always kind of comes up, like kind of re- reliving it right now. I'm going to have nightmares now tonight. Um, um, yeah, I might have nightmares too. It's fucking terrifying. The only other time is <laughs> we were having a, a barbecue and uh, the smoke alarm downstairs went off and our barbecue's on the deck on the top floor. So me and my brother went downstairs 
and we're looking at the smoke alarm, and he can't reach it because the roof's so tall. And then he turns to me and goes, man, it's probably ghosts. And as soon as he said ghosts, the fire alarm just stopped, and we both ran upstairs screaming. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, those are the only personal ghost experiences I have. Like, one is funny, and one, like, one is, like, I, I couldn't explain it. I don't know what it was, but, like, it was someone tall. I couldn't even make out if it was a man or anything. It was just a, a silhouette. Like, I could see a chunk of mass at the door. Like the door is never open enough that I could see a silhouette of a man or anything. It was just like, I could see something was blocking the opening of the door. Like that's the only, that's it. That's the, like, I don't really know anyone who has ghost experiences. Was someone just, well, knocked? it could be a ghost. Wait, or I just heard a ghost be, in here. Uh, Did, shadow people. There's a, that's a repeated phenomenon. I've been hearing about shadow, shadow people. Have you guys that, heard those? Is that the, the guys that are like the dark shapes, but they're kind of shaped like stick figures almost. Yeah, like re- they're really they're you know thin limbed figures, and they kind of move around rooms. I- I've heard some creepy stories about about shadow people. Man, I've actually uh, seen a that- video of a shadow person like that, and it looks like a giant stick figure. And it was like mm. there's this place in Russia, and it was like the street cam, and it, there the silhouette of the light on the building. It looked like this guy, this long stick figure guy, just like kind of like. Doing this weird, like, de- <laughs> if only you could see what I'm doing right now. I, if I'm only gonna, you could see what I'm doing right you now. You know what? But- that is, that's, it's going to be our Twitter's first find <laughs> is we're going to film Zelly doing his stick man, stick man walk. Anyway, yeah, I have, seen, I have I've seen the stick man before. You should bring that to the dance floor. I'm but, going to tonight probably. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, that was good. Uh, but, like, Dan, you're in the ghost capital of the world there. What do you think? What are, in Thailand, man. In Thailand? They, they, fucking ghosts are a way of life there. That's true. I mean, they they take a lot of precaution against ghosts here. It's it's a serious thing, but uh, you know, everything needs to be blessed by a monk. Everything's got to be uh, positioned just right so you don't get ghosts. You know, they 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 accept them here. It's just part of the culture. You know, it's um, it's not something that if you saw a ghost. If you tell a Thai person, like they freak out, like they'd be like, "Well, we got to call a monk right now." <laughs> yeah, they get them over here. Yeah, they're they're serious about it. It was pretty. It's it's pretty interesting over there. The only did you ever go to the forensic museum there, Dan? No, I didn't go. I remember. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it, but you know, I, I, I haven't got the chance to go. If uh, and, if anyone here listens and is going to Thailand or has been to Thailand. There's a place called the Forensic Museum, and of any place I've ever been on Earth, that's a place where you go into, and you're just like, "I this is just a bad place." Like you just get such a bad feeling there. It's haunted. Yeah, like I, I didn't see anything haunted, but they have just like they have a guy who used to eat kids in Thailand, and his body's preserved and standing, so you can go and stand eye to eye with him, and like it's fucked up, Why? man. Like it's his real body, not like his, a wax figure. No, his real body. Yeah, it's preserved in there. Uh, they still use him. I forgot. Jeez, I can't remember his name. But they still use him. He's like their boogeyman for like uh, for little kids. I want to say his name's they like Soy Ka. Like he or, or he so- was like kidnapping kids, and he would eat like their kidneys, like or, or parts of them. Like he'd eat their body parts. Uh, pretty sure like in organs and and whatnot. But uh, he they still use him. Uh, the kids in my class, like they still in my classes, they're. 16 uh 16 17 and they they know about him they they all like oh yeah 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 you know my parents used to tell me if i was a bad kid they he would come and kidnap me at night you know or because they keep his body in there <laughs> yeah we you know it's funny because we don't really have anything like that in the west where they're like you know if you don't do good this guy's gonna come and kill you 
There's no thing to scare it's kids pretty, like that. Pretty sinister, I guess. Yeah. That's a weird thing to do to children. Dan, it's like, Dan, do you have any ghost story? Do you have any personal experience? No, I think he said he doesn't. Nothing at all? No, I don't got anything personal. Uh, I mean, my the only thing I have is my uncle oh. um, is kind of into ghost hunting or whatever the uh you go to a you go to a specific they i guess he lives in michigan and they go to certain buildings that have uh you know historical uh significance or something like that like abandoned buildings that are said to be are reported to be Wait, haunted your, your uncle sometimes. does this he, what yeah he's done it a couple times he's an amateur he's not like he, oh. <laughs> he's not you know he's done it a couple times and i think he has one of those little i'm pretty sure they he's pretty into it. He's got one of those little EVP, like electrical um, EVP meters, whatever. I forgot what they're called, but you know, the EM meter, basically EMF it measures meter. electromagnetic fields or whatever. Yeah. 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 I guess. And that's sure. supposed to, um, the ghosts are supposed to give off that type of like that type of frequency yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he Can goes around with that sometimes, listen. And, you know, they go to buildings. He ah. said he's, they've seen stuff or like, they've seen like, They'll put a ball somewhere. Why are you on the like, podcast right now, Dan? Why isn't your uncle here? Yeah, call your uncle. Get your <laughs> uncle on the line, man. Like, we want the Ghostbuster on here. He can, I was like, I bet he can barely work Skype, though. I mean, he does that <laughs> stuff, but I can barely work. get him to work Skype. <laughs> Let's get him in studio. Let's tell him there's a bunch of ghosts up here, and we want we want him on. <laughs> I'll have to talk to him. I'll see if I can get him. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. See, honestly, see if you can. Uh, I would love to have him on, man. That that'd be cool. Because then he could tell okay. us like the most haunted places he's been. That'd okay. Be awesome. Yeah, I'll 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 give him a shout. I'll see if I can get him on. That'd be pretty fun. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, would, man. That's how does one get into that? Really? Like, do you just watch the shows and you're like, you know what? I want. I think he ordered that. a kit or something. Like he spent money on it. Like he or you can order this stuff uh, off the internet. I'm sure it's somewhere ghost hunting kit or something i don't know <laughs> i wonder how much that emf is i don't know how much this do cost I, I think there's different levels of one but i mean even those electromagnetic fields could be given off by anything it could be a solar flare you know whatever solar radiation just going through and and you're like oh it's picking up whatever because it's not like it's a specific i don't believe there's like a specific frequency for this is a ghost I used yeah. to have an app called Ghost Tracker, <laughs> and it just always said there was ghosts around you, like all it's the time. Tracker. And I used to turn it on; it it just has the like the radar, like a kind. It just circles, right, and it goes beep, 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 and then they just start popping up everywhere, like after like ten seconds. So I don't know its credibility, but Ghost Tracker app on, you know, you can get it on your phone. That's that's <laughs> that's my most reliable source. I think you had you kind of have to. I guess define like what is a ghost is like, I don't think anybody really knows like what there. I mean, I know there are different types of like apparitions, you know, versus, you know, versus poltergeist. Yeah. And you kind of like, what is a ghost? Is it, is it a dead person? Is it a manifestation of an emotion or, or what? I, you know, um, you ever, Dan, just switch it up here. One of our live studio on it showed us a picture or something. You ever use a Ouija board? I've never. Yeah. I mean, I don't 
believe much in ghosts, but you can't get me to fuck with one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's that bad juju all the time. I've my... never heard good stories about people with Ouija boards. It's weird because my like me and my brother had a little one we got one time, and my mom burned it. Like she was so freaked out, she burned it. No, Ooh, you're not. I I know you're. I thought you weren't supposed to do that. That no. was like one of the big no nos. Yeah, people I think like, that's the worst thing to do. Is that around the time of your? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, maybe it is. You know what we got to do? We got to get a Ouija board. That, why didn't we get a Ouija board? We got to get a Ouija board and we got to try it. Yeah. Oh, our what, live studio audience studio is, is uh, shrugging is, their just, heads they're like, and nope, they, say they want no, no part of it. <laughs> no part uh, of Ouija boards. <laughs> can you still get them at Toys R Us? I want a, I want a legit Ouija board. I don't know. I I can. I've What's made, a legit Ouija board? Like made from the bones of. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make a Ouija by, board. It's the the legit ones made by Hasbro, right? That's the real one. I don't want any of these knockoff ones. No, we're gonna have to go to the graveyard. We're gonna have to dig up some bones. We have to grind them up, mix them with the wood, <laughs> sprinkle, mix them with the wood, make our own Ouija board, and then try it. See what happens. I, you know what? To be honest, though, I think there is kind of like a, when people use it, it's like a collective consciousness that you all kind of like you when want you it ask to these questions, you want it right. to happen. And like no one really no one really pushes it, but you all kind of push it together. Like you're all just like, just, you know, I think I see that's that's what I think. And I'm a big believer that sometimes people will see what they want to see. And then, you know, the human brain can do a lot of weird okay. stuff you know, tricks with like you were already saying that it, it, it plays tricks on you sometimes just because of uh, the way that things are. And I think when you get a, a group of people together in a place that already kind of has that kind of weird aura about it or, or, you know, there's there's strange stuff about it that people's brains will just play tricks on them that they, they want to believe so bad that it affects the area around them. Like if you get enough people in one area, I think that happens. Yeah. Like, I, I, I agree with that too. Uh, the, you know, it, studio would be a good place to do it here. Cause this has got a weird aura in here all the time. So it's got a weird smell. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and it's like either ungodly hot or ungodly cold. Right so now it like, smells like straight. Uh, what's it called? Mary Brown's chicken and taters. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mary Brown's, Mary chicken, Brown's and chicken and taters. taters. <laughs> <laughs> Some of our live studio audience brought it in. It's it's delicious. It's actually really so good. If there's one where you live, oh, try it out. Try it it's out. Good. Oh, and sponsored by Octavia Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Did they send us another bottle? Well, we have two, so we had to give two shout outs, right? Right. Yeah. All right, right, right. I can't remember the the tagline of it, but Ouija board is definitely on the list. If you if you're listening, any of our listeners have any weird Ouija board stories or any tips of how we can use a Ouija board to its full potential. Uh, email us or s- s- let us know on Twitter because uh, I've never tried one and I'd, I I would tr- I would try it I would, I would try it I'm gonna Why not? It try Why not I'm a I'm a I'm impartial I don't uh, I don't really think it does anything so I'm okay to try it I would love for just be freaked out by it Yeah me too actually more than anything Let's uh, contact the spirit realm Can, can we get I, I'm totally down with you guys doing it because uh, <laughs> if you do open a portal to hell I'm all the way over here and I'll be fine Yeah you're yeah. safe so. over there is, <laughs> w- is that old woman from the poltergeist available can we hire her to come in and <laughs> Is she still alive? I don't know if she's still alive From the movie the poltergeist? Yeah do you remember like the old woman who's like screaming The old little lady Yeah she uh, screams yeah. in it when they're going into, I just I, I can't. She I gets trapped in the so TV long. and shit, right? No, no, that's the little the little boyer gets that's in the, the girl. TV. That's the that's little girl, the girl gets trapped. She gets yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but I'm not and down. She's with, like they bring in the she's a paranormal or she's a medium or whatever. She's yeah. a she's a 
medium. This will like movie. talking about ghosts and stuff. Like porcelain dolls, no, like no, they don't belong in your. Oh, house. those are creepy. Yeah. Holy fuck, fuck they uh-huh. look at you, man. Those shit, are, they're live. That's insane. Like, there's no they way. Doll eyes. They capture the souls of the, ga- <laughs> the of the left and just sit there. They're, they're the spookiest thing by far. There's no way. If you have a porcelain doll collection, you're fucked. Holy fuck. It's, <laughs> it's fucking... Man, those are spooky. I definitely... Okay, so we're kind of getting off the topic yeah, of okay, ghosts. Back, back on the ghosts. I, ha- I have a ghost story. All right. It's not like... It's actually a repeating ghost story. At my, my girlfriend's house, when I first met her... She had, well, it started with this giant cat, and it would always be, always be in her room and always jump on the bed, and it would be super annoying, so you'd kick it out and close the door, blah, blah, blah. And then one night, one night you'd be on the bed, and it felt like, it felt like the cat jumped on the bed and like kind of like sat down, but it felt like really heavy. So you'd get up, you turn on the light, the cat's not in the room. So it like felt like someone would sit on the bed and just sit there, and then they would get up. And we thought it was the cat at first, but we, then we realized the cat wasn't in the room. And this would happen like often. You'd be on the bed, like going to sleep, and you felt you feel like just like someone would sit on the end of the bed, and it would sink down for about ten seconds, and then it would just get up, and it would be gone. This happened like quite a few times. Nothing ever, nothing ever moved. Only thing was the bed. Like just felt like someone sat on it's, the bed. It's um, uh, Jason Voorhees. His uh, his email, he was. Oh, he's yeah, got a, he's got a that, really kinda. good one like that too. Should we should we tell her or should we wait? No, no. I I want him to come online and tell us. Okay. But uh, our live studio audience. Uh, uh, one of the our guests has a story. So, uh, Andrew, why don't you come close to the mic here and let's hear it. Yeah, we'll take a second here. We'll get him set up and we'll be right back. Uh, he's a paramedic, and um, due to the nature of his story, dealing with the call, we can't give out his name. So from here on, we'll refer to him as Ahab the Arab. Um, so Ahab the Arab. <laughs> Ahab the Arab, welcome to the show. Let's hear your story. Thank you. So, you know, I, you know, you Nate, didn't say long time listener, first time no. caller. I, you know, I've honestly never listened. So, <laughs> I'm gonna lie here. First time caller, though. Yeah, first time caller. Um, basically, you know, with the nature of the, the job being a paramedic, you deal with a lot of dead people, unfortunately. And throughout that whole time, I've never had a ghost experience, never really had anything like that happen. And even growing up, I've, I've never had a ghost experience. I've, you know, my mom has. My brother has, my sister has, everybody used to say our old house was haunted. I never once had an experience. But what I did experience probably about two years ago now, um, we were doing a call. I used to work in this little rural area uh, called Karamias. There's a really big reserve out there, right? So we do, you know, your frequent reserve calls, a lot of fights, a lot of assaults, a lot of, a lot of drugs, you know, just, you know, a lot of sketchy stuff. And this one night we got... We got called out for an assault, right? Didn't think much of it. It's about, it was about 4 a.m. So we head out to the reserve. It's kind of a creepy night, right? It's pitch black. It's, this, this is around, I believe it was December, let's say somewhere between December 10th, December 15th. Head note, snow everywhere. Everything's, everything's pretty dicey, so we have to go pretty slow up to this house there's probably about three or four cop cars and for there to be three or four cop cars out in this little tiny you know rural town in this reserve there's there's usually not even two cop cars in that town right yeah so you know something's kind of up we get there cop greets us at the door and he you can tell he's stressed out he's a little you know he comes out and he's like okay so we have this you know we have this 62 year old female who 
woke her uh, woke her son and his wife up in the middle of the night, holding a knife and was threatening to, you know, kill herself and kill them, right? So obviously they were a little panicked. They called the cops. They called us. We showed up, right? Um, you know what I mean? She's not threatening. She's not threatening anybody any harm or anything like that now. So you know we thought it would be okay for you guys to transport her to the hospital. She obviously needs some help. So you know, sixty-two-year-old lady, right? I'm not too concerned. I can handle this. No big deal. Super pleasant lady. You know, everything's fine. Get her back talking to her. Get her sit back in the ambulance. I ask her, like, do you think we're going to have any issues here? Or, you know, or are you wanting to come to the hospital? She wants to come to the hospital. Great. Load her up. You know, start going. We're about 20 minutes down the road. And I'm, I'm, I'm the attendant. So I'm, I'm the paramedic working in the back while my partner's in the front driving. Right? So I'm sitting here. I'm doing a set of vitals on the lady. I'm talking to her. And mid-conversation, she just goes completely quiet and limp. Okay? You know, so I already took a set of vitals. All her vitals check out. Everything's fine. Right? So I, my first thought is because I've, you know, seen a lot of shit. I'm like, okay, maybe this chick had, maybe she had a jammer. I don't, you know what I mean? So I go. What, what's a jammer real quick? Sorry. Just heart attack. Heart attack. Right? So, saying. you know, maybe she had a heart attack. You know, you don't know. So I'm like, whoa, pull over, pull over. Yell at my partner to pull over. I jump up. Go to do a pulse check. She's wearing a big jacket, so I had to unbuckle her restraints. Open up her jacket. Put my fingers on her carotid to check if she's got a pulse. Sit there for about 15 seconds and not one heartbeat. Right? So I'm like, okay, shit. I yell at my partner. I'm like, I'm going to need you to come back here. Uh, I think she, she arrested. Rested, right? Her heart yeah. stopped beating. Yeah. Okay, so my partner jumps out. All of a sudden, she throws herself right up out of the bed. Stands right up and starts speaking in this, like, crazy tongue like I've never heard before. Like, we're talking. There, there's no way this is a language. Right? And I'm a fucking coward. So I'm, you know, as soon as she jumped <gasps> up, I'm, I'm like, fuck, oh, shit. Right? Like, I hop back. <laughs> My partner opens up the doors and she fucking beelines it straight out what? the back of the fucking what? ambulance. Okay. And we're talking, we're talking, this is like in the middle, this is four, at this point in time, it's about 4.30 a.m., pitch black, in the middle of winter, right? Canadian winter, right? So God only knows how cold it is out, out there, right? And the only way for her to go is down the street or down a giant embankment, Right. So I'm like, oh shit, you know, like we're in charge of this woman. We need to make sure she's going to be okay. We hop out. And as soon as I get out of the ambulance, all you do is see her running and sliding down the giant embankment. She right? And down just the bank? Jump down the embankment, takes off, fucking gone. Like we're chasing after her. We got our flashlights. Look for her for about 25 minutes. Nothing. Nothing. Call the cops. They come. They end up calling in the police dog, right? Police dog comes out, looks for about an hour. Nothing. They end up calling search and rescue. Search and rescue comes. We look until morning. No sight of this lady. Middle of the winter, there's a gigantic, gigantic lake right ahead of us. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't, no idea what happened to this lady. We assume that she fell in the lake. We don't know, right? If she would have fell in the lake, she would have frozen to death. Okay? We're sitting around 8.30, 8.39 the next day in the morning. Cop comes up to me and he's like, you're never going to believe it. What? He goes, they found her. I'm like, oh, okay. Where did they find her? Back at her house in her bed. How far was that? Well, it was a 20-minute drive, so probably at least hour to an hour and a half walk. Jesus. We're talking like 20, 30K. We're talking about 20, 30K in the middle of the winter, right? This woman was wearing a nightie. 
right? Oh, dude. She's a fucking witch, just shrinking oh, through the woods, witch. man. And like, she wasn't, she wasn't suffering from any like cold, like exposure or anything like that. She was just in her bed, dry as a bone, just sleeping or dead or what? She got up and made her family breakfast. Nothing, zero complaints, nothing wrong, no injuries. She slid down a, you know, sixty foot embankment of rocks. Yeah. Does she remember that? Nothing. Oh, that's fucked up. Like, nothing. So as a medical pr- professional, what do you think? Honestly, I, up until that, I, I was, you know, you, you watch all the demonic possession, you know, movies and all that stuff like that. Yeah. And you, like, I, I've been in the back with some whack jobs and you're like, you know, they're, they're talking about Satan and they, how they want to kill themselves and everything like that. And you just, you honestly, this person's mentally ill. This person's mentally ill. You know, it doesn't, I I don't, you know, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the devil. That stuff doesn't mean anything to me. But this, this incident has, I just, the look in that woman's eyes and just the way she was speaking, I just, I've never seen anything like that, man. I honestly sitting here talking to you, I have like a shiver. I know it's fucking, I couldn't even imagine, man. (laughs) I would fucking, I'd probably just pass out if she woke Pulled the old Undertaker routine, sat up out of the cart. Fucked it. That's it. I was submit. I'm like, I I got my hand on her carotid, listening to her. I'm trying to listen to her breath sounds. Right, so I'm right up by her face, and she just shot up. Like I, now, I peed a little. Now, okay, okay. So you you would have seen her house and stuff. I got a couple of questions here. Um, Could you maybe make the stretch that she was into, um, you know, drugs? Maybe. Like, what was her, her living arrangements like? Was there a chance that maybe she was um, into something like that that could have been causing us? Cocaine well, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. True, that's true. Nice. Um, you know what? That, that That's a fair assumption. Uh, with our routine vitals and stuff like that with a psych patient, a lot of the time we will take a look, you know, like at their arms for track marks and stuff like that. Yeah. We'll talk to the family. Like, does this person have a history, right? Do they have a history of drug abuse? This is a 62-year-old woman. Yeah. Right? 62. She could have been into her meds. She could have took a little too many, but but what what could she have possibly taken to do this? You know what I mean? Like you, Yeah, I would you you would have to think she had to take something that did that to her because if it was something where she was off something for too long, she wouldn't have just went home and been like, "Oh, it's all good. Let's fuck bacon eggs. Everyone bacon eggs?" Huh? Not a mark on her. Yeah, it's fine. And we're talking she weird. was yeah, lost in the world. I I don't get the no injuries, no nothing. No no indication of exposure and kind she's running out in this in the middle of the winter in a nighty he said and she's just not not a single mark nothing and she like, slid down that and baked let me tell you though she- let me tell you though i i you know i'm not gonna say any names but uh i've heard that women in menopause and stuff get pretty hot <laughs> get pretty pretty hot <laughs> they get pretty hot pretty irritable that's all i've heard pretty hot pretty irritable so 62 you're there's a good chance you're past menopause. Yeah, but you know, there's Should always be. a chance it's come a late, right? Yeah. Some of us are late bloomers. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a late bloomer? <laughs> I don't know. But that's it's like a, it's up. like a superpower. Like her a hot flash activate, and then she just like self heats herself, like, <laughs> storming <laughs> through the snow. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dan's losing oh, it. Dan's, Dan's losing, losing it. it. 
losing it. I'm just picturing her like stepping through the snow and it like melting around her feet and she's like <laughs> It's like Iron Man three <laughs> where uh blazing red eyes, just like running through the snow, just well, pumping. She could have potentially been possessed by the Dark Phoenix. Yelling yelling yeah. speed, yelling in tongues through yeah. the forest. Or she's possessed by some demon that's like, I need to get back and make my family breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the demon's only thought. I gotta be with my family. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's funny, man. That uh, after 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 the show, I'm gonna talk to you about another topic that I want to do in another podcast that I thought of. You're the perfect one to get on it. We'll talk about it after the podcast, though. Um, so a uh, couple other things people want us to talk about. Um, Dan, did I watch the Russian sleep depra- deprivation video with you? Uh, I don't think so. You've either mentioned it or I've heard about it, but I don't think we watched it. Okay, so I'll I'll summarize. Okay, so first and foremost, I'm gonna say my thoughts on this are: it is like if you haven't heard of the Russian sleep deprivation study or seen the video, um, it's bone chilling. Like, read it, watch it. It is like it's you're gonna watch the whole thing because it's insane. Um, however what kills it for me that makes it just me not believe it is the the last minute. So I'm going to summarize it for you real quick. Basically what it says is um, Russian scientists were messing around with uh, kind of new chemicals and uh, it was keeping people up and right, they want to see what it did. And so they locked these people in these chambers, willing uh, participants in these chambers and they turned this gas on. And um, after 72 hours, they started going crazy. They were screaming. They were freaking out. But as part of the study, they were not to have any contact with the outside. They had books to read. They had stuff to do in there. And uh, they kept this gas running. And then eventually what happens is um, the screaming stops. And these people that are in this chamber cover up all the windows with the with ripped books. So they can't see anything. And now they go they go silent for days, days and days. There's just nothing coming out of this chamber. So now the scientists doing this study start trying to provoke them to see what's going to, like, to try to get responses out of them. And they can't, they can't, no one's responding. They can see on their monitors and stuff that vitals are still good. And then uh, vitals drop on one person. And so they're like, okay, we don't know what's going on. They cut the gas and they enter the chamber and all these people in there, I think it says there's five or six, they've just mutilated themselves. They've chewed their fingers to the bone. They've carved off their eyelids. They've bit off their lips. They've ripped their intestines out. They're standing in like they've plugged all the drains and they're standing in like ankle deeps of blood. There's feces everywhere. And they're all just sitting there like just really fucked up. And, uh, they can't. They can't get them off. They can't get them out of there. They won't come. They're all pleading to put the gas back on, like they're just pleading and pleading with these scientists. Put the gas back on. Put the gas back on. We need the gas. We're gonna die. As soon as they cut the gas and stuff, one flat lines. They can't get them back up. So what happens is everyone's so freaked out about what's going on. They army behind them shuts the scientists in the chamber with these people, and like it, it's honestly, it's a fifteen minute video and it's fucked up. Like when you like listen to it and listen to the accounts it's like i'm like oh you've got me i'm sold on this this is insane and then the fucking it ends with this somehow whoever wrote this report is back in the room with these scientists everyone dies at the end of this but somehow they find out that the last thing this one of the scientists says to one of the guys before he dies is like what are you and he's like 
I am all of us in the darkness where our mind goes when we are not awake. And I was just like, oh, it's so fucking fake. As soon as that happens, I was just like, it's such bull. Like, it's a fucking wicked story. And if you haven't heard it or listened to it, go listen to it. Tell me your opinion. But I 100% think fucking fake as hell. Someone just wrote a wicked story. Yeah, that's a fun, creepy story. I mean, that's a, you know, that's all right. Like, only <laughs> but se- I know, they're only I mean, 72 sleep hours? deprivation, people no, have been with- messing around with that for, you know, at least for, you know, decades. Yeah. Sleep deprivation stuff isn't new. And I would, yeah, I would totally be on board that weird stuff happens, like, after you, if you stay awake because your body needs they, sleep they say you're you know? clinically insane after 72 hours awake yeah i'm pretty yeah I'm, i think i've heard that too and i would be like yeah that's right because you, you, you if you don't go to sleep like your brain just would you know it can uh you know i've heard that sleep is the time where you know your brain turns off and it, it, it and it just it, that's the time that it needs to rest, that it needs to organize all your thoughts from that day and, and whatever the past hours that you've been awake. And then if you don't get that time, I would feel like, yeah, you would stop, you would start going crazy because your, your brain would stop, you know, processing the information that, that separates reality and, and then dream time, you know, and you would start, yeah, I think you would go, go pretty crazy. Yeah, I think so too, <laughs> but there is a guy I'm, what's his name? I, I'm going to pull up here. It's uh, he's a Vietnamese guy, and he has, claims he hasn't slept for over forty years. Whoa. I don't I don't know what the story is. His name is what his name is Thai. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. I think I've, I've heard that Thai Nagok, a Vietnamese Vietnamese farmer. No, oh. he's been awake for over forty years. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, I bet you hang out with that guy for twenty four hours. He sleep for twelve. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like. I've been to Vietnam. They, you know, Southeast Asia, they like their taking breaks and oh, yeah, maybe they not. like their sleep. They like it's their like, sleep. Yeah. Well, what does he do all day? I mean, he must be a one hell of a farmer. What is the fuck? What does he do? And everybody's sleeping. He just, <laughs> just sits there. Keeps planting that rice, like, man. Keeps planting the rice. He just farms 24 7. 24 7. He never gives just up. Just a hard worker. <laughs> but he, not, well, you know what? There's a picture of him here. He looks like he hasn't slept in 40 years. Okay. I used to read that so, like everyone, like scientists and stuff, still don't really know why we sleep. Like, do, is there a main thing? Like, I can understand, like, I'm fucking tired. I want to sleep. But, like, is there, like... I'm pretty sure there's a, some good scientific back into why we sleep. Like, you get... I mean, there's a lot... Sleep is a cool subject because I was reading another... I was we reading a couple sleep. articles about um, how much sleep you actually need. Like, how, how what is the minimum amount of sleep that you can you can have to be refreshed or to feel you know, good in the morning. And a lot of, uh, one of the articles that was interesting was saying that basically humans, uh, when we, the modern human evolved like 10,000 years ago, you, you in caveman days, basically we slept on a schedule where we would only sleep. We'd sleep for eight hours, but it would be four hours, uh, in the evening, right? Uh, four hours in the evening and then four hours, like kind of, uh, in the afternoon. And that's normally what, what people would sleep and now with the the invention of the light and like artificial light we've changed our sleeping habits basically and some people say it's worse for us it's not it's it's not the way it should be well i say to those people i'm living way longer than caveman so yeah but why why would you want to sleep why would you want to be awake during the night if you're like especially as a caveman you can't really see or do anything like that get turned 
I think it was uh like people would I don't know if you had fire I guess you could do stuff but yeah if you wanted to be awake at night I mean that would keep you or you'd be awake in the prime time when like nocturnal predators are running around I think you'd want to be aware of that I think that would be the the time to be awake we have a medical professional here so let's uh let's hear oh no it has nothing to do with medical I just let's hear your I I, I just disagree that doesn't make sense to me whereas artificial light is would be making it so we could stay awake longer in the night yeah like we're 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 making ourselves like we've changed the way like us as a species have yeah, but do asleep. Well, but that's that wouldn't change the fact like having those separate like four hours in the day and four hours in the night. With before artificial light, we would have to sleep the whole night through, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I'm, a, doesn't make sense I'm a big believer that this humans in general are just really adaptable to whatever you do. If you do it enough, your body just adapts to what your schedule is. If you, yeah, if that's you, what, that's, if you sleep four hours and too. four hours, or you sleep eight hours and you're up for 16 hours, I think I'm sure if you really dug into it, people have been successful doing either way. Well, it's it's a proven fact that people who people like, like to sleep shift for... workers and stuff like that, people who do who don't get a full night's sleep during the night, live shorter than people that do. Like that's proven. That affects your lifespan. Yeah, but you know, lots of people I do that no, do those night shifts and stuff. They're you know they're the kind of lifestyle they live. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of them. I'm not saying anyone in particular, but uh, I'm the healthiest guy in this room. So yeah, I well, I'm not about. saying you. That's why I wasn't pointing at you, <laughs> Mr. Mary Browns. <laughs> Mr. Mary Browns. Hey, it's cheat day. It's cheat day. It's cheat day. Every day is cheat day. It's cheat day. Um, so the only other thing I had to bring up is this. Uh, I kind of wanted to bring it up because someone, someone on Twitter mentioned the Russian sleep deprivation, which again, great story. I don't believe for a second it's true. If you have some other evidence that would point me otherwise. Send it to me. Uh, try to prove it. Um, the okay, I'm gonna fucking just. I'm gonna, gonna do this. It? I'm gonna butcher this title. Uh, the diet diet love pass incident happened in Russia. That's, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that one. yeah. Dilatov. Yeah, the Dilatov. Dilatov pass. It's a, that's a good one. So, um, basically, what happens is, and now this is fact. You can look this up. These people went. Yeah. Out yeah. hiking. I've, and something fucked up happened, and no one knows what. Oh. So basically what happened is these Russian hikers, I think, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm just going to summarize it because I read it earlier. I've, I've known about it for a long time. These 10, 10 hikers, I'm going to say 10. I think it's about 10, maybe a little less. They go, they go out into uh, the Russian wilderness, essentially, and uh, they've told people where they're going and where they're going to be and at what checkpoints they're going to check in at. And they take off, and basically they miss their first checkpoint. They don't check in. No one knows where they are. So they send a search party out, and when they finally track down these hikers, they are fucking mutilated. Um, they've been some of them have been hit so hard that they've crushed ribs. They have defensive wounds on their body. Um, one chick was missing a tongue. They found their base camp. Uh, they all walked through the snow with no shoes, no shoes, no jackets. They had all that stuff. They were like experienced mountaineering and stuff, and they just left everything from their camp and just took off into the woods wearing nothing. Some of them were naked. The investigation stated that their tent was cut open from the inside, so they were in their tent and they took off. Um, there was high levels of radioactive uh, radioactivity on their clothing and stuff. 
and like nobody knows what the fuck happened and that is such a like they I've pe- heard, people man. weren't allowed to hike there for five years after this incident five years they wouldn't let anyone go there I've heard of this. Yeah, it was nine hikers. Nine hikers. Oh, that was pretty close. One off. So yeah, it was. Yeah, it's nine hikers, and they were, like Braden said, they were experienced hikers. These people were they were they were all university students, I believe, and they were they were like cream of the crop. They were physically fit. These they were like poster, they were poster kids for the, like the Soviet Union. These 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 nine hikers, like they were. There, there's no way that something crazy like this was happening said the high levels of radioactivity one of them i think had like strange burns on their back like strange pattern burns yeah there is there is one of them many of them had injuries to the right and left fists as if they'd been in a fist fight two victims had fractured skulls and broken ribs one of the fractured skulls was so severe it was determined he would not have been able to move and and he was away from camp one of the women's tongue was missing um it was determined that an unknown compelling force had caused the deaths. Wasn't this like nine a, nine people's a fucking lot? Yeah, wasn't this like a like a Bigfoot or a Yeti story? Yeah, that? some that's people a, that's one of the theories. Some people think. think it's that's... Bigfoot or Yeti. Um, some people think they mutilated themselves, but they didn't have soft tissue damage, which was the weirdest thing. They had all these broken bones with no soft tissue. Some of their ribs were broken with no soft tissue damage. What do you like? No bruising. No no bruising. Like it. So it was like they. It's insane. It it's mind blowing. I don't. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I don't. But that doesn't. Just make the fact sense. that they fled their camp. They just like fled barefoot. In barefoot in heavy snow in the middle of winter. Just like ripped their tent open and ran away and were all killed. Is like crazy. Not a survivor. Yeah. It's it's one of the it's mushrooms. one of like the yeah. best investigated kind of cases. It was, it was one of the few things that made it out of the Soviet Union. Kind of un unpropagandized or whatever that was one of the during the you know during that cold war some people were saying it might have been a secret test like a testing site or they ran across something they weren't supposed to see um or maybe there was like a soviet weapons testing site facility in the area in you know so there's a lot of theories that kind of float around i don't think it's ever been it's legitimately i'm pretty sure unsolved like there's no there's no solid conclusion as no, to what happened. Like when you read about it, they, like no one really knows what the fuck happened. Like there is no leading theory. There is a bunch of theories, avalanche and stuff, but you know, that doesn't stick with me. Cause it's like, why is their tent ripped from the inside? Why aren't they buried in snow? Like it just, it doesn't understand. Like it's just such a fucking weird thing. Like one's missing a fucking tongue. Like of all the things, like just bit yeah. off your tongue or, that that's I think that's definitely one thing you can make a whole podcast out. There's a lot of information about it. It's it's it, but it's real cool. I think it's a real neat uh, subject about all the stuff that that they have, the amount of evidence that they have. There's a lot, um, and so, there's a lot of theories you could take from it. So it has nothing, probably nothing to do with the supernatural, but maybe something else. Well, it's just unknown, right? So I was I I kind of went onto this because I. I heard the Russian sleep deprivation and we we're talking about the paranormal. And I was like, well, you know, this kind of fits. This is, this is more of the kind of the stuff I like because it's, it's, it's in like, there's facts around it. There's fact, hard facts that you can look up that are true that are surrounded in this. Whereas like, you're like, Oh, this, you know, I saw a ghost. I don't really know what happened. Well, you know, know what we'll do? Let's put on Twitter. Cause there's a, there's some good ghost videos out there. Let's throw them on. If people haven't seen them, they can take a look. There's, there's tons of them. It's just hard to, it's hard to really believe because I've, yeah. I'm just so bred to believe that anything I see on the internet is just so, like any video, I'm like, oh, edited. 
right? Like when we get finally get into Bigfoot, like we'll talk about the Bigfoot video, like the famous one and and all that stuff. But yeah, there's like there's cool CCTV videos online that are just like there's one of a guy in Blockbusters, like somewhere in Mexico, and just, he's just doing his thing. He's putting back the DVDs, and all of a sudden he goes to the next row, and then like a, a one falls, and he goes back. He's like, oh, what the fuck? That was weird. And he puts it back up. He goes around the same one falls again. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Puts it up. Comes back. Two more different ones falls. As he's putting those ones up, like other ones falls and like other rows and like, you know, it's pretty cool to be able to replicate that just with strings, like someone pulling the strings, which would be like the only way to really do it, like fishing line or something. It's just a, it's just such a hard one for me to believe. Like, no, no, oh, maybe it is. No, it's a cool way to think about it. Is I haven't, I watched that video or the movie. Uh, Oh, what now? Fucking Interstellar. Interstellar. Someone's be trying to send us messages. It's just like, yeah, someone who's got that advanced, they're in like as gravity as a fifth dimension, and they'll be able to go back. And the only way to try, <laughs> the only way to try and communicate with you is like, just hey, fuck with blockbuster employees. <laughs> they're they're trying to tell you a message, but they can't do it. So Put they're trying to pin, They're trying to pin you down, or they're trying to tell you something, but we can't understand because it's like an average guy. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, why am I stuck in my why, bed? Why am I stuck? The guy's pinning me down. My this? job's already bad enough. I gotta pick up these <laughs> fucking oh, DVDs fuck, I got to up four times. <laughs> Netflix was behind it the whole time. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's Scar- that CEO's Scaring name? people out of out of blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, oh. it has to be. I I would believe in hauntings. Like, it's a legitimate phenomenon. I I. Because it, in most states, you have to disclose whether a house has been like haunted. What? Like, at least is, like okay, real estate. Dan, is this in, a in is US, this a legit it, U.S. thing? Yeah, in the U.S., you have to like real estate uh, no, real estate brokers or whatever when they're selling houses, they have to disclose whether it's haunted or not. Well, I I, I don't know about it's that a, one in Canada, but if you if someone there's any type of trauma or death in a house, you have to disclose. Yeah. Yeah, that too. But so if someone have, dies, there's like a, to, a really bad like mutilation, but maybe they don't die, they survive. But you have to disclose like that happened in the house. There, that, there like, have been cases in time. the U.S. where where uh, families have bought a house and it turned out to be haunted, and they uh, I forgot how they verified. I forgot what process they went through to verify that it was haunted, but they did get the their money back. Like they they got the money back that they gave to the real estate to to buy it. That the real is, estate agency gave their had to give their money back because they didn't disclose that it was haunted. It's so crazy that that's a thing. Like, you get your money back for that, right? You, you can like real estate agents have to disclose whether it's haunted or not. And even though, even there's I like really look into the what the process is to yo, getting a house. We're gonna we're gonna we're fact checking that one, Dan. <laughs> I you know what it, I believe it because like a lot of people I believe the mutilation in and the and death, like that, and, and I, I I'm guessing that ties into people don't want to live there because there are like my mom. If my mom found out there was a murder or a, anything like that, there was no way she'd move into a house. No, I want like, maybe not for like hauntings, that. but just for like that negative stigma of like someone was killed in this room and now, now I'm in here. Like it just it just feels weird regardless guess, of haunting yeah. or not, really. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're legally obligated to disclose. If there's any like crime, you know, criminal activity, or yeah, any any of those things. They have to declare. They have to tell yeah. you that when you're buying the property. That's in the same. That's when you sign the papers. Is the same thing. Like, is there any leak in this house or like any, anything like that? <laughs> any like, leak? Is there any, any leak? Uh, is there gas leak? Uh, ghosts? Electrical oh, problems? Ghosts? ghosts? Yeah, you gotta yeah. disclose that shit. I feel like they would like a real estate, like a really greasy one, would just like glaze over it. But like, yeah, there's there's some uh, a little bit of damage here, water damage or anything. It's also maybe haunted, but the grass looks real nice over here. And then, like, it's a really nice neighborhood. The landscaping is top notch. 
it's like the schools in this area are really good. Yeah. Uh, there is poltergeist activity, <laughs> and there's a McDonald's way, like two blocks down that way. You, uh, I, excuse me, did you say it was haunted? <laughs> no, no, what? what? <laughs> you said that, <laughs> not me. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, I don't believe in that stuff. But uh, anyways, <laughs> here's the foyer. Uh, what are we running at here, Zell? Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting close. Because I really have nothing else to talk about with ghosts. Actually, at, at this moment, anyway. Let's, let's go final comment on ghosts. What do you think? Mm, I, I I don't really believe in them. But you know what? I haven't used a Ouija board yet, so mm, it's up for discussion. You know we'll what? Wait. There's so many unexplained things that why not? Why not? Do we, we don't have a consciousness that extends beyond our life and just keeps on going. Why not? I'm not saying I believe or not, but I'm saying the possibility. Why not? I'm just saying why. I have. I did go to a um, where where uh, where I went to university. There was a um, there was this hospital, or it, there was an abandoned there was an abandoned like hospital, and uh, I went to this uh, speaking. They had I think like the religious studies uh, department put it on, but they had a guy in there who was like he claimed to be a legitimate medium. He was a spirit medium, and he told us a story about it where they they went to go visit uh, this. This it, it's kind of like semi-famous. It's in Southern Virginia, and the uh, it, it this this building has like a weird history. It used to be an insane asylum. Then it was a children's hospital, and then it was a hot like a regular hospital. Dude, how do you go from insane asylum to children's hospital? Like that's like not know. a good. That's the, like, like oh, those that's poor the recipe kids. For making if there were going to be a haunted place, that would be it. And yeah. he was saying that it was haunted. He he took like they would take groups up there. And, uh, like he would walk through and do some like medium stuff. And he was saying that, uh, yeah, there are weird stuff in there. And he would say that, um, the way it worked or the way that it was haunted was that there was, there were small entities, like there were, there were smaller consciousnesses in there and they were all controlled by, or they were all kept in line by one big one. Right. And like the big one was like keeping or he was like keeping those consciousnesses there and wouldn't let them go. And he was saying that's how like the that place worked. It was really creepy. He said uh, he was telling us that they went into one room that I think used to be uh, one of the administrators or something, their office or something. And somebody as they walked in, he did like a little thing around, like walked around the room. He's like, yeah, I feel this stuff here. And as they were walking out, he just stopped and he said – did he turns around to the group and he's like, did anybody take anything? If somebody took something, put it back right now. And like a person like pulled a pen out of their pocket. They had taken off the desk and like put it back (laughs) (laughs) and was like, yeah. So I don't know. Some weird stuff. is always, that was was kind of thing. All I know, (laughs) man, I I'd like to, you know, if I wonder if there's any, I'm going to try to look into, uh, if there's any like haunted places in Kelowna that we know of, like that are like people like, cause you know, I've never really looked it up, but I wonder if there's anywhere in Kelowna that people are like, this place is legit haunted. Okay. I got it. We, we look for these people. We find out a place. We get this Ouija board and we go there, we go there and we take, we go portable and we do a podcast live Ouija board. At the haunted the, place. At the haunted place. Oh, I don't even know if I like that. Though. <laughs> like I'm a non-believer, but I'm like, if something's gonna happen, again. that's that's. Gonna, I don't want to be contacted. Well, any. We'll go with like a bunch of people, just okay. so it's not us. Yeah. Like, so there's like, you gotta know, go with the entourage. Yeah. 
Power in numbers. Power in numbers. Right? Ghosts don't fuck with lots of people. Do they? Well, they, uh, they fuck with nine in that one situation. Maybe it was Bigfoot or whatever, but... Yeah, so that doesn't happen to us, uh, but, but oh, man, that's yeah. Okay, that's okay. Let's do it. Portable podcast with a Ouija board. At <laughs> Portable Cologne. podcast idea number one. Yeah, Ouija board at a haunted place. <laughs> yeah, this is great. No, I'm I'm into it. And you know what? If you want us to ask questions to the ghost, get your questions out on Twitter. And uh, who do you want to try us? Who do you want us to try to contact? See, I don't know if it if it works where you can just contact any ghost from a haunted spot or just that ghost that haunts that spot. I think it's that I think, ghost. I, I think yeah. Uh, I think you got to ask the question. Like, are there any spirits here? Blah blah blah. And they then they point they point to yes. And they're like, oh, okay. It's just going to be a podcast of just us asking a question, then shrieking. The <laughs> 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 screams. Um. Okay. Anyone got anything else? Should we start wrapping this one up? Oh, once. No, I don't. I don't got anything else. But oh, ghosts. In okay. General. Someone's oh, saying wait, that. What's this? Father Pandozi Mission. Uh, one of our live studio place. audience said this place is haunted. So maybe well, that's what we do. And w- what's the when should we? We should probably do it at like midnight. I do it late. Yeah, on a full moon, <laughs> three in the morning. We got we're getting three a.m. from studio. Hour. Okay, that's three in the morning. Hour. We're gonna do it three on the morning on a full moon. Is that even better? Is the full moon coming to effect? For concerned about werewolves. Possibly. Okay. Well. Okay. We'll. we'll We'll do it three. That's a hard one though, because I gotta, you know, Dan, you could probably come on because you'll be. It's midday for <laughs> that's you. Midday for you, yeah. That'll yeah, be daytime. <laughs> for that's me. a I'll tough one. <laughs> so that'll be a short one. It'll be we'll, half we'll, hour. We'll have to do. Yeah, we'll put a hotspot on our phone so we have internet in there, and we'll get Dan on, and we Sounds will talk good. to, we'll I, talk to I, ghosts. Maybe down for. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to get you on video so you can, so you can see if we die. You can be the one witness to the paranormal activity. Um, right. well, no, let's wrap it. Let's wrap it up here. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, I want to thank uh, at Cobra underscore law for uh, getting us to do uh, ghosts. We're going to do more. We'll eventually get on more and we'll we'll find some bigger topics on the ghost subjects. Uh, we're going to have Cobra Law on uh, some point to tell us his story. Maybe we'll try to do that the same night we do the witching hour. If we can get a good connection there, that'd oh, be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll pre-record his story and then, you know, go portable. Put it all together after. Um, I got to do a couple of Twitter shoutouts. Um, sure. Wait, are you sure you can do a Twitter shoutout? Yes. So we had Arlene. Arlene's back. Arlene. She, she thought we didn't. Tw- thought we didn't shout shout her out, so she she left. Un- she unfollowed us, and then she found out that we did give her a shoutout. Then and we she came be- back. We beaked her a little. Yeah, I, I made fun of back. her on Twitter, and then she came back. She was like, "Oh, I didn't know you guys gave me a shoutout. Well, I like you guys again. That's okay. We'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, take whatever." Um, so, uh, Nicole, uh, at Pina Colata on Twitter, uh, you can find her on our followers. Um, thanks. She's, she's messaging us all the time. So, uh, thanks Nicole. Thanks for your support. Uh, we love you too. And, uh, mm, this podcast brought to you by Meteor Studios, small room, big sound, uh, www.meteorrecording.com, meteor-recording. Um, as always, thank you to our Southeast Asian alien correspondent, Dan. Dan, thanks for being on. Yeah. And uh, thanks to our, our special live audience guests for sitting and uh, sitting, talking, being nice, drinking beers, and not talking about cars. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. the longest I've ever been with Dom where he had to talk about cars. About- <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That's funny. Okay. Okay. I just got to say, I've been checking the SoundCloud stats. And there's hundreds of people in Kelowna listening to this podcast. We have got no followers from Kelowna. Yeah, no one from Kelowna. Get on it. 
but it might be my mom listening that many <laughs> times. <laughs> like, no fucking lie. Wait, just like ten times a day. She found she found this one. She's been okay. She found out that we were doing podcasts, and then she was like, "You don't mention us, do you?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> of course not." And uh, so then I was I was kind of like razzing her. I was like, "Well, you can never listen to them." And she found this one. She found this one by searching, and then she was like. Oh, I knew it was you because then when I, I was, she was whatever, searching whatever she searched and she saw alien theorists theorizing. She goes, that sounded like something you guys would name in your podcast. <laughs> so she started listening. So she's definitely listening. So hi, mom. Uh, love you. Okay. I'm just going to get some quick stats out here on SoundCloud. The top, I'm going to go top 10 cities listened. Number one is our hometown of Kelowna. We have Toronto, Canada, East, I think East Lay, United Kingdom, Chicago, Edmonton, Spokane, Penticton, Canada, Surrey, Canada, Vancouver, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Nice. Spring break. Let's go. Yeah. Whoever's listening from there, put us up. Put us up. We'll be down there. I think what's spring break? March? March, yeah. You guys can take your Ouija board down there. (laughs) (laughs) The old Daytona Beach Ouija. (laughs) Uh, Dan, as always, you got anything to plug? Dan, I believe you're on Twitter now. You want to give out that? Uh, Yeah, I made a Twitter account just for... For this, I've never had Twitter, never done, and I don't. I still don't know how it wor- exactly how it works. Me either, buddy. Yeah, we're still so <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's uh, Dan at Dan Space Oddity, I think, right? At yeah, Space Oddity. At Space Oddity. No, Dan Space Odyssey. Space Dan Odyssey. Space Oddity. Okay, Odyssey's a good one too. I should have used that one. Okay, so yeah, at Dan Space Oddity. Right. Okay, so there's Dan. And then uh, I just want to give one more special thanks to uh, everyone who uses hashtag Potter and Family. Uh, super supportive group of uh, podcasts. So if you see anyone on your Twitter feed using that, check out their podcast. It's a bunch of uh, small podcasts and uh, up-and-coming podcasts helping each other out, uh, giving each other support. So it's a great community. And uh, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Keep those eyes on the skies. Right on.